Welcome to Any Music Podcast, episode 340, Catching Up. This morning, Matt and I get together and talk about getting caught up with what's been going on for the last week after some downtime. This leads into a discussion on social communities and our thoughts on how we are involved in social communities. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. There he is. Hey, good morning. <laughs> good morning. I know I need a hat too. Got my space heater on. It's, it's space heater time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everything looks like it's actually working on my end. Yeah, you sound good. Okay, good. Oh, that's right. You had that piece of equipment repaired. Yeah. Or you repaired it. This is so good because there's no latency now. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. That was weird. <laughs> you did sound a little like <laughs> But I think I'm going to just keep talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's okay. <laughs> so, I think I'm a little... A, a little hot. Don't be I'm adjusting gonna, stuff now. I'm going to pull down just a little bit here. <laughs> Not much. There we go. All right. So you bought a lava lamp and it looks just like mine. So I had to do the right thing and buy a salt <laughs> lamp <laughs> so I could be like you. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's weird that I can kind of smell it. It smells like. Ions. I don't know. A little bit like the ocean, like 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 warm salt. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> cool. I don't know how much light it provides, but it's definitely vibey. Uh you know, I think so. I I like it. And you know, the the whole lava lamp thing. It uh it's a vibe. And I like this vibe. Yeah, no, I, it's cool. It's, if you don't have a lava lamp, I really think you should check them out. <laughs> it's comfortable. It's a comfortable, creative. Except, the, except I turned mine on line. like an hour ago and it's still not. Uh, like oh, and it's still lump. Going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had to come back out start doing the thing where I come out an hour ahead of time and turn everything on <laughs> Yeah, and let the room warm up. <laughs> so how was your trip? It was fantastic. So yeah, just a um, really beautiful drive. So, um, favorite part of the drive was like through, uh, New York and mm -hmm. it, New York is so big, New York state, you know, and it, the it doesn't look big on a map, but yeah, it's, it's big. Um, it's big. And, uh, going through like the Catskills and, and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. the, the mountains in that area and stuff was, uh, just really beautiful. And we hit the, the fall leaf change really good. Um, nice. so yeah, it was, it was, that was kind of our plan. Um, on the way out there, we, I don't know what was up with the GPS, but we ended up getting routed, um, in, into New York and, um, into the city of New, New York. York. Hmm. Um, but, but I got to cross the George Washington bridge, which was cool. Cool. And, uh, at, at rush hour. <laughs> and not as cool, which uh, there's a rush hour on Sunday nights. If so, if you don't know. Um, hmm. you need to know that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> There's and, one here too. Yeah. And then, um, went through the Bronx, which was cool. Hmm. And yeah, lots of, uh, lots of traffic and congestion. And, uh, we checked that one off the list and good to go. <laughs> Don't need to do that again. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I have never been to New York City proper, but I definitely was born and grew at my formative years there yeah. in New York State. One of the cool things was there's like actually food vendors on the freeway. Oh. Selling food for traffic jams. I was going to say, because they know that you're going to be sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That was really funny, actually. I like that idea. Yeah. I would totally have a Euro while I'm sitting there in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on. It's good to have you back. Yeah, thanks. Um, spent some time um, with our friends at the Recording Den. Oh, yeah. And uh, hung out at their studio quite a lot, actually, for, um, uh, for a couple days. And... Uh, let's see. Yeah, I drove around that area and just kind of got to know, um, you know, where uh, they're in in Connecticut. Connecticut, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it was fun. Uh, it, it's one of those places where I never quite got my bearings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, just no familiar um, landmarks or anything. There, right. there was one tunnel, and I knew I was going in the right direction if we hit the tunnel. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and then uh, because of the New York thing, we didn't trust the GPS in the car, oh, car anymore. Yeah. So we were doubling down on GPS and had one going on Google Maps uh, and double checking the uh, the one in the car. Yeah, it's funny about those. I think I told you about the time when we were driving around. I guess it was Eugene or someplace. And um, I had accident. I had hit a link in my text uh, for a location, and I didn't know that if you hit a link in your text, it pu- pulls up Apple Maps by default instead of Google Maps, which is what I'm used to. And the navigation is is different enough. I kept looking at it, going, something's different about this. Why is it different? And um, it totally took me way out of my way. I'm like, I was driving one way and going, wait, aren't I supposed to be over there? As I'm driving <laughs> the other way, and it's going, nope, go this way. And I'm like, you little. <laughs> I am never using you again. Hey, I've been meaning to ask, what's that uh, uh, thin line uh, semi hollow body hanging on the wall behind you? Thin line semi hollow. Oh, that's my um, that's my Aria Pro Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, my um, a friend of mine that moved to Italy. Um, he gave me his Epiphone um, acoustic guitar, and then he he sold me this one, which needed a little work. And I did some of the work myself, which is I replaced uh, I replaced a pickup and rewired the the pots, but um, then the bridge needed work. The bridge was kind of like pulling out, and oh. um, I don't know if you've ever worked on a hollow body, but they're kind of a pain because you have to basically fish everything through the holes, right? And um, this was beyond my ability, so I ended up taking to um, my neighbor who's a musician, on his recommendation, I took it to Neil Young's Guitar Tech. Really? Down in, uh, I guess, Fairfax. Is it Fairfax? Somewhere around there, yeah. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was like a $200 fix. Two weeks and $200. Um, but, yeah, he, uh, he solidified that bridge, baby. He knows what he's doing. Okay. His little backyard it, shop. Is that is that a fixed it's bridge? a nice guitar. On that guitar? Uh, yeah, it's a fixed bridge. Okay, um, so... So, so it's a, uh, it's a, it's not a semi hollow body then it's a, no, it's a full hollow body. It's yeah. a full hollow body. Okay. It's a full hollow body. Yeah. Yeah. It's he, cool. So I put the, um, I put the pickup, the bridge pickup that I took out of my, uh, my Charvel Jackson cause I put a Seymour Duncan in there and I took that bridge pickup and put it in the hollow body. So now it has a mixed, 
bridge and neck pickup setup. And it's a, yeah, it's a cool guitar. It's got a neat sound. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I like it uh, from what I've seen of it. Yeah, it's real, um, real comfortable to play. Is it, uh, uh, since it's a full hollow body, um, does it want to kind of take off and feed back? Um, Not as much as you'd think so. Um, But it it is interesting that, I mean, it's, it's it, it's louder acoustically than a, than a solid body is right because it has a resonating chamber so you know it's just louder by nature right but yeah it is interesting it has a little different sound than my other ones brighter somehow yeah well, I didn't really have a topic because I just haven't had time um, oh I I did I oh okay what do you got what do you got. Well, with uh, with uh, with some recent um, acquisitions and things, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about online communities and uh, their evol- evolution and and alternatives. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that Elon Musk bought Twitter, and people are freaking out. Even though you know the previous owners of Twitter were not necessarily the the best people either. So <laughs> yeah, I wonder why people even care. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, from all the the. All the chatter online yesterday, people do care. People are, you know, looking at alternatives, talking about leaving, uh, mostly on principle, uh, mostly because they don't like the idea of, of, um, you know, the whole, the whole free speech, free speech thing, opening up the doors to basically hate speech and, 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 and abuse and, and the things that we kind of have seen drop off as, as, uh, you know, certain People have migrated off onto other alternative platforms that were kind of sounding chambers for them, mm-hmm. and um, basically kind of already are coming back in droves. And I, you know, if you mute and block and and don't make that part of your ecosystem, I think I, you know whatever they do doesn't. I don't see it, so what do I care? But right. But it was an interesting thought to think about. Okay, well, in the absence of a place to go, see in the. Right now, it's easier to build an online community than it is to build an actual physical local community. It's easier to find your tribe online than it is to find it in your physical location, right? Because you can draw on global communities and you can find people by search and keyword and and uh, it's just easier. And so, you know, just like the website thing where it's it's beneficial to have your own website that you can call home on the web. Because social media, you know, platforms or whatever come and go. And also they fall out of favor whether they come and go or not. I mean, MySpace is still around, but nobody's on it, you know. Um, and so when you build an online community, what, what do you do when, when uh, you know, that, that platform starts to either fall out of favor or, or becomes untenable? You know, where do you go? What are your alternatives? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't, um, I don't really use social media like that. Um, maybe I'm just a little bit more old school, um, because, you know, I don't even have like my communities, like on, on Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, are comprised of some, uh, in real life friends. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people that are acquaintances and things like that along the way, and very few that I don't know at all. You Interesting. Know? Um, 
uh, and that's Facebook. And that's what, you know, for me, that's what I wanted Facebook to be is people that I actually know. Um, oh, I see. And, uh, but you know, uh, for me, Twitter and Instagram are, mm -hmm. those are business only for me. I mean, I do a little bit of social socializing, um, mm -hmm. you know, but, I, but I'm not on there, um, talking about, you know, personal stuff or, uh, I, I don't mm -hmm. engage, uh, in, uh, argumentative topics. Um, <laughs> You know, and, uh, yeah. um, so it's, yeah, it's, I, I'm probably using Twitter differently than, um, most people who really care. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but do you find, you find community on Facebook though? Uh, no, not really. You know, no? um, no, I'm not a big social community person, uh, in that way. Hmm. Uh, I don't, um, uh, groups don't really turn me on. Um, yeah, you know, and, uh, which is, you know, in the Facebook paradigm, that's kind of right community, you know, um, no, I have, uh, you know, as far as community goes uh, is, is, um, I'm on, uh, some private Slack groups of like-minded, mm -hmm. uh, audio professionals. Mm -hmm. And, uh, to me, you know, again, that's business related, you know, but, uh, Sure. Uh, uh, it's, it's a, a place where, uh, uh, topics of discussion can be opened up, um, that are, um, more intimate in nature, um, and, uh, stuff that you probably wouldn't, uh, go about speaking publicly. Um, I see. you know, and it could be like your feelings or dealings, uh, you know, client dealings or, um, you know, uh, uh, business problems, things like that that, uh, um, you're, you're needing someone, um, or a group that, that, uh, um, also shares that kind of stuff. And so it's kind of sure. it's mutually, um, exclusive, uh, you know, shared content, you know, that's, that's private to that group. Um, and, and that makes more sense to me, uh, you yeah. know, cause, cause sounding off on, um, on, uh, intimate personal types of things in social media, I've always felt was a bad idea. Um, and yeah, I don't necessarily equate that with community. I just, I'm thinking more of like finding your tribe and, and being part of an online group. Yeah. But somewhere. what is it that you want to do with that online group? Share more intimate details about things and open up, right? Um, I guess uh, what makes it, what right? makes them different mm -hmm. than, um, a, uh, a group or a non-community chat. <laughs> um, discussion around particular topics, I guess. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, so having that type of discussion, um, I do that in a business context all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, so do I. And that's kind of, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm not even thinking of it in a different way. Um, I can see how a, a private Slack channel would be good for that, although that seems, I mean, that's as closed off as a Facebook group. Um, and we did talk about Facebook groups, but I was like, so you can, you can, if you leave Twitter, you can go to Facebook and start a group or whatever, but you know, Facebook's not a great company. No. Uh, I'm, you know, no love for Zuckerberg or meta or what they've done to Instagram, which is to me garbage now. Um, so, you know, you're just trading one evil for another in my book, but you know, and then you have, you have, you know, 
you have real um, targeted online communities like say that produce like a pro you know where you you have a you join and you have a, a membership you pay money for that um and i just joined a um one that's not a paid one but i feel like those like you don't really hang out there no. you only go there when you have a question about something and then you have a discussion and then you kind of go away and you don't like you don't hang out there and feel like you're part of something uh where you're kind of uh, bouncing off each other and gaining that, you know, that forward motion that you have when you're rubbing shoulders, uh, kind of like the online version of a hallway meeting, you know, where you're yeah. not just at your desk doing something, but you're running into people and it sparks ideas and it sparks questions and you have, you know, creative problem solving with uh, other people kind of in a, a random way that moves everybody forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, that's the benefit of a, of a, of a more open community that's loosely built around a topic. But, um, I mean, I don't have an answer. I'm just saying I'm yeah. not, I'm not leaving Twitter and I like Twitter for that because you can, you know, run into people when they're online and bounce ideas around or they reply to something randomly and then you have a discussion that to me is valuable. And I don't find that happens as much in the more closed communities, but yeah. I don't, I don't have an alternative. Well, they're in the, in the closed groups, um, well, first of all, they're less than public, you know, they're semi-public. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, there's, uh, there's administrative controls and sure. if it's a good group, you know, um, uh, issues with, uh, uh, you know, vitriol and, and, uh, abuse, um, can be handled, you know? Right. They're moderated. Yeah. They're right? moderated. They're like invite only. They have rules that you agree to on the outset and then yeah. they're moderated. Twitter's not like that. So, no, it's not. So, you know, your, your groups, your, you know, um, and it's, it's not just because of, of, uh, uh you know, change of ownership here. Uh, uh, everything's public, you know, and, right. um, you know, it's just, I, I don't think that, um, you know, for a lot of things that people may want to discuss are necessarily appropriate in a public forum. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and trying to find a group that you have the ability to, you know, uh, keep out the trolls, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, cause that, that, you know, that's noise. That's, uh, that's, um, you know, it's negatively impacting that group, you know, now right. I don't think I ever experienced that in, um, you know, my chat show. I don't know if you ever get like strays popping into DIY music chat and disruptive. Rarely. I used to, I used to get either trolls or people who would like show up and like plug their music and use the hashtag. Oh yeah. And just try to kind of ride the I did have that. Yep. Um, not so much anymore. Uh, that did used to happen. And then I would just block that person. Maybe that still happens. And I just don't see it. Cause I block those people. Yeah. But um, you blocking them doesn't prevent them from continuing to do it to the community. No, you know, it's true. It's true. I guess that's my point. Is that, you know, you just don't have yeah. uh, uh, control over the the community doesn't have control over their own community in that way. You know what I mean? Right. Well, there are two things that Twitter's done recently. One is they've added this kind of thing called an actual. They've called it a community, and it's basically the equivalent of a Facebook group where it's an invite only kind of sidebar. And uh, I do have one for DIY music chat, but that 
just like any Facebook group, you know, it starts out a little strong and then everybody's excited to join and then they have a little discussion and then it kind of fizzles out and nobody goes there. Um, but the other thing that they've done, which is a little like what you had um, just mentioned when everything's public, they now have something called a circle where you have you designate a, a certain number of people into your, quote, circle. And uh, you can choose when you post something if everybody can see it or if only the people in your circle can see it. Okay. So then you basically have a, a designated small group of, of close people that you've decided you want to see certain posts, and they're the only ones who see these posts. How, is that like an much, extension but. of what lists were, you know? I guess. Lists are still there. Yeah. Because um, you could, you could cool, post but. a list, if I recall. I never did that much. Um, mm, I've never done that. I think you could. Um, so it would, but may, I don't know if that was messaging or if that was actual posts or not. But mm. I used to use uh, that a little bit. I was trying to develop lists on Twitter um, way back, but I don't mess with that anymore either. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, you know, for me, um, what am I doing on Twitter? I'm, you know, I'm trying to uh, promote the artists that I work with and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm trying to let people know about my studio and, um, I am um, trying to post stuff that I think is cool, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and it may be in my studio. It may be out about, I just posted, um, you know, uh, some pics of our visit to the recording den. You know, that was cool. Cool. Um, um, the, the head engineer there um, has a really nice set of uh, like eight foot tall racks <laughs> and, you know, wow. and just, you know, it's uh, all kinds of, eye candy going on there and um so it was fun to uh hang out in the control room and and you know they have a wonderful live room uh set out there and had coffee and mm-hmm, talked mm-hmm. about you know all the stuff that they've got going on and um you know and and their uh studio setup and everything it was neat but yeah that sounds like a nice visit but yeah so that kind of thing is is what i like to to share you know uh, occasionally you know i i do use twitter for uh technical support um, right. And, uh, cause that seems to, uh, have a good, uh, track record with getting a response or getting directed to the right, you know, email address or link or something like that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good usage of it. Kind of like crowdsourcing answers to questions. Yeah. Yeah. If you're running into a problem, so I'll use it that way. I like it like that, but you know, as far as, as getting on and spending hours in conversations, um, <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't have the time, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, I do, um, I do DM with people on Twitter Mm -hmm. that that's really useful for me. And and I talk to people all the time there and I DM, I DM everywhere. So, um, you know, honestly, if you need to talk to me about something, you could certainly feel free to DM me on any social channel. I use that all the time. Yeah, no, I do too. Um, strangely less, less in Twitter now and more in Instagram and uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah, <laughs> I get more. I used to get a lot of DMs in, in in Twitter, and now it's mostly other channels. Even in even in TikTok, I get personal messages in TikTok more than I get them in Twitter these days, which is weird. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not weird. I've been spending more and more time there. Um, but I'm not sure. You know, as far as uh, Musk is concerned. So I like Elon Musk. I think he's kind of cool. <laughs> um, he he's eccentric and weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, he's a smart guy, and yes, he's very smart. You know, and and so what's the deal? He's he's um, 
because I didn't read any news this week because I was driving all week. Oh. But uh, um, what's his his deal with uh, freedom of speech on Twitter? Yes, he purchased without going down a particular road. He purchased. He did actually turn around and go through with the purchase of Twitter. Um, fired some of their top managers and and uh, and gatekeepers and um, kind of opened the doors back open to people who the doors were closed to okay in the in the in the well, you know waving the waving the banner of free speech yeah. which which is the way that twitter about. was originally correct <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah that's not a road i wanted to go down in this conversation <laughs> but um so I have no, yeah. I have so that's no problem with it. And people want to talk. You know, freedom of speech is is just that, um, it, but it's not uh, freedom of accountability. Um, Correct. You know, although we've seen less accountability and more, you know, grandstanding. But yeah, it's, it's a private company. It's a it's a private company, and all of these companies are private companies. And free speech doesn't really apply within the confines of a private company. They can make their own decisions as to what people do and say. Just like you know, you post on your on your storefront, no shoe, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Yeah, you can do that when you're a private company, right? And people can't sue you for saying, "Hey, I wanted to eat in your place, and uh, I didn't have a shirt on." And you tell them, "Well, I said right at the front, you can't come in if you don't have a shirt on." Yeah, well, we sell uh, restaurant T-shirts right there. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's smart. Hey, you want to come in without a shirt? Great, buy our shirt. <laughs> and wear it while you yeah. eat. Yeah, that's a whole different deal. So what I'm hearing from you is that you don't actually use online as a community. You use it more for promotion and um, um, just uh, leveraging the you know the communication mechanism. Yeah, to it's a it's a contact people. Tool, so and you know it's not necessarily that effective as a promotion tool, but I do it there because you know um, why, not? Um, why not? You know I do want to get the the word out. The uh, you know I have you know. Twitter has provided some ROI. Um, Instagram mm -hmm. has provided some ROI. Um, Facebook, not so much. Um, and uh, TikTok, not so much. Um, although I think I may be um, getting, I, I have a thing that I'm going to uh, start working on here pretty soon that, that may actually work well on TikTok. So I might become more active over there. Cool. And, you know, and, and for those reasons, um, you know, I, I, I try to have some activity, not my, and I don't have a whole lot of activity in those. I'm not, um, uh, you know, actively posting three posts a day, you know, or whatever. Uh, I don't know, know how to, people have time to do that. Right. Post, you know, post three TikToks a day. So, no, you are know, you serious? No, I get, you know, I, I always <laughs> have like a red 20 on my Twitter app, you know? <laughs> so it's, you know, oh. I'm going over to, you know, uh, cause it's greater than 20 messages and it just won't let you know how many you actually have at over 20 oh. in my app anyway. Oh, that's funny. Um, and so I'll go on and, and, uh, and, and, you know, check, uh, notifications and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, you know, and uh, I, I look for, uh, you know, my, um, Twitter friends posts and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that's being posted by my Twitter friends is, is, is not, uh, it's it's not professional promotion or anything like it. They're you know a lot of a lot of friends are talking about what's going on in their personal life, you know, and uh, <laughs> outside of music, outside of audio production and things like that. And I do care, and you know, and it's kind of weird though to uh, interact as my business because I don't have a personal account on Twitter, 
you know, uh, oh, you know what I mean? Um, but for the, yeah. for those that I, that I really know, uh, know well, you know, I, 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 I do. And, uh, uh, for others, you know, I'll, I'll send DMS or things like that. Just when it's like, hey, you know, it's kind of just odd coming from the company, you know, um, type of situation. Well, but people know you're a company of one. So. Yeah. 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 I just don't know if it feels impersonal, you know? Well, that's an interesting question. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. I mean, when I know it's you, uh, it doesn't occur to me to go, wow, this is weird that he's <laughs> sending <laughs> a message as a company account. Um, although I, I do see, again, not naming any names. There are people who I know have two accounts and they'll post from both. And then it is weird when I see them posting from their non-personal account, kind of either the same thing or a similar thing yeah. or acting as if they're a different person when I know they're not. <laughs> uh, I, that's kind of weird to me, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I, I just don't, I don't know where, you know, personally, I, I, I don't have a personal interest in, in, in Twitter. Uh, and I don't really have a personal interest, uh, interest in Instagram. So I don't have maintain personal accounts there. My only personal account is on Facebook. Mm. Uh, and I talk about things that we're doing personally. Um, I reshare stuff, but I have my business account on Facebook too. So that's where I keep my business stuff, you know? And, uh, um, I guess that's, I've always tried to have that kind of separation. Yeah. To me, one of the, one of the, the, one of the friction points of Facebook beyond, you know, obviously how they got rid of organic reach basically altogether in, in, in favor of paid reach for, uh, for, you know, pages or artist pages and business pages. Um, is how they are constantly changing the interface. Like every time I go there, there's some new interface change and some new way to manage your page and manage your business account. It's like, oh my God, I can't take the time to relearn this every week. Yeah. And so I just don't even go there. Yeah, they've made some things hard. Like um, I am uh, an administrator on uh, on three, four different pages, actually. Same. And... That is a pain in the, it, it is, <laughs> um, so if, if you try to share, if something pops up in your, in your timeline and you want to share from it, yeah, it automatically, you know, it automatically switches you to that account. Yes. yes. And you can't, I don't want to share that from that yeah, account. Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> I want to share that from my account. So I'm constantly shaking the phone on here. You guys, this sucks, you know, and, uh, <laughs> I want to, you know, yeah, it so. used to be, you could select from a drop down of all yeah. your accounts now share as this account. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, and now I don't even know what, to and do. you've never been able to on the mobile app, go over and like as my business page on anybody else's, you have to like go through hoops and open it up in a browser and view as desktop app um right and then uh hopefully refresh and it stays as view as desktop <laughs> app and then you can go and if you're lucky you'll be able to um uh like as your page you know uh, another account yeah, and follow yeah. you know follow uh and and that's just all friction it's like by yeah. that time you either forgot what you were doing or you don't even care What's, anymore wh what is the <laughs> why would they do that i mean i know it's not accidental all right that's that's on purpose. That's an interesting point. That's an interesting point. Yeah, they're too they're too too big and too well funded and too many employees working on this twenty four seven to have something like that be an accident. Yeah. Why would they create that friction? I don't know. Yeah, they're preventing businesses from liking other businesses. So you know, um, easily. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, and like the business news feed is a joke. You know, I, w- mm-hmm. I want to, uh, I want to log into my, you know, as my company. And then I just want to see company news, um, for right. the pages that I followed, you know, which they do have. Um, mm. but, uh, um, that's another thing that's four hoops to get to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you have a good point. I mean, I always assume it's like, you know, negligence, like that whole thing where, you know, managers get promoted to the point where they don't know what people are doing below them. So they just kind of like make stuff up. Oh yeah, do this. Like that does nothing to do with what I'm actually doing every day. But so I always feel like as people who are too far removed from the user experience to properly program the UX, but maybe it's more deliberate than that. And we just don't know the reason. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, you and I, from experience, there's nothing that is by mistake in the way that they've got their UX design in, uh, you know, in, in the Facebook application. Yeah. There's, you know, it's, uh, they have bugs. Now those are different, but, but, uh, uh, behaviors that, um, you know, those are, those are intended. And, um, you know, I can guarantee that that there's way too much, uh, uh, IT staff, high level, smart people, um, teams, project managers, UX designers, um, that are in that project. There's no way that this stuff isn't by, uh, you know, by, uh, by design, you know, um, Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I could, I, I couldn't believe if, if it were, it's negligence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, they, yeah, I mean, that's where I always go first. I always feel like it's negligence. Like, yeah. wow, didn't you even talk to anybody before you rolled this out? They, but they must have, you're right. They must have done it on purpose. They must have focus grouped it. They must have yeah. tested it. So what was the reason? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Why, why, why make things purposely, purposefully hard to, um, to do what, uh, um, do they not want to have uh, uh, businesses interacting with businesses? Is that um, negatively affect their uh, their in, their intention for uh, you know what did you just say just a minute ago? It was for the 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 pay to um, not promote yeah but, the or the organic reach versus yeah, paid reach organic reach so so potentially something in that area where um, you get better reach across businesses than you do. Uh, uh, people because more people follow businesses if you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah and uh maybe the potential is greater there to uh move away from needing to buy an ad or something like that yeah maybe there's something there it's beyond my beyond my uh i think we should do <laughs> we should do like a conspiracy my interest level let's do a conspiracy theory on <laughs> facebook um pages <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you're gonna swat your house yeah <laughs> Well, we're out of time. Yes, we are. Must have been great catching up with you. Yeah, Doug. you too. You too. I feel pretty Enjoy good about um, how everything is working today. So I think. Yeah, all sounds good. Um, yeah, nothing caught on fire. <laughs> so <laughs> Day's still young. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I did uh, flip again, though. I don't know where, somewhere. So I'm still. My, oh. ga- my game's still a little weird, but. Um, I'll find it. Yeah. I got to adjust something every week. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, a final, well, I do a final pass on rendering that does a normalization pass now. Oh, I see. So I'm sending you everything at negative 24 these days. Oh, okay. And then you Sounds have plenty good. of room to wherever you want. I don't know where we end up at like negative 18 or something, but. I, I shoot for negative 18. Yeah. yeah. Or there. So that should give you headroom. So I, that hopefully we'll take care of any clipping. 
Well, thank you, listeners, for hanging out with us yes. on a Saturday morning or whenever you find this. Enjoy your enjoy the rest of your day and your week, and we look forward to talking to you next. Yeah. All right. Peace. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>